You're listening to the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lummer. I'm a certified life, health, and nutrition coach, and I'm also a breast cancer thriver. If you're trying to figure out how to move past the trauma and the emotional toll of breast cancer, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I will give you the tools and the insights to create a life that's even better than before breast cancer. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 205 of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I am your host, Laura Lummer, and I want to start the show off by giving a really big thank you to someone who left a review for the show. I don't have your whole name, but the name you left, the user ID is Julie's Friend Rachel. So Julie's Friend Rachel, thank you so much for taking the time to leave a rating and review for the show. I love your review and I'm so, 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 so happy that you find the podcast helpful and that you do find a way to calm yourself down, that you can use the advice that's here in the podcast and you do the work. You said it's calming you down and you're learning how to redirect your energy And that is so important, you know, when the whole purpose of this podcast is to give you useful information that you can really apply to your life as you're listening to it. So remember as you go through this episode and other episodes that the advice given in this podcast is something I really would love for you to take a pencil and paper out for, write it down, take some notes. And go even to my website where you'll find resources, thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash resources. And you'll see some podcasts that have worksheets along with them. And the work here in the podcast is really valuable if you use it as a tool to help to manage your mind, to help to calm you down, and to look at some of the episodes that maybe are really specific to what you may be going through right now or needing additional support in right now. I recently had this conversation with one of my members and it made me feel really happy. She said, you know, I realized that there's such a library of information here in the podcast that whatever it is that I'm going through, I can look back and find something and go through that and kind of redirect my mind and get some tips on what to do to manage myself in that moment. So hopefully that's how you all use the podcast and you do implement some of these tips, if not all of them, but wherever they work for you into your life so that helps you live a life that truly is better than before breast cancer. And Julie's friend, Rachel, thank you again. And for anyone else who's listening, if you like what you hear on the podcast, it would be awesome if you could just take a moment and leave a rating or review. If you just want to leave a rating, you can scroll right down to where you're listening to it on your iPhone. If you're listening in the iTunes podcast app and just hit a few stars. And if you have the time to tap out a review or even dictate it into your phone, even better. The more reviews, the more it used to be subscribers. Now it's followers that a podcast has, then the easier it is for someone else who's looking for this topic to be able to discover the podcast. So I appreciate your support and help with this. Thank you so much. All right, my friends, let's get into today's topic. I want to address and just really dig into a question that I often hear. And I want to explore this question with you because it's really important and it affects a lot of us, if not every single one of us, in the way that we approach difficulties in our life, difficult situations in our life. 
And so I'll share a little story that there's a few things actually recently that have happened that made me think about this. One of my sisters, I was having a conversation with her and she was sharing with me an experience that one of her friends had just been through and it was very, very sad. And she ultimately lost someone very close to her. And not only did that happen, but all of the shitty things that could happen that you don't want to happen when you're already in grief were happening as well. And my sister said, you know, oh my God, how much can a person take? And then I was in a coaching call and this conversation, some variation of this conversation comes up frequently in coaching calls because you may have had a diagnosis of breast cancer. Maybe you're going through treatment. Maybe you're learning to live with breast cancer. Maybe you're finally done with treatment and you're just learning how to live and how to get to understand your new body. But life throws lots of other things at us. And it is very common that I coach people who not only have they had a diagnosis or they have had multiple diagnoses or during their diagnosis, some other very challenging situation has come up with someone they love or with their job or with another aspect of their health. And a lot of times, you know, it can just seem like you are playing dodgeball with life and you do not know how to get out of the way fast enough, right? You are getting hammered with those balls. And the question comes up as people share with me what's going on and they say, how much more am I supposed to take? So I gave this a lot of thought. I often think about this and I remember as a new coach, when someone first asked me that question and they shared with me their story and they said, I just can't take anymore. You know, this person had been through multiple surgeries and radiation burns and wanted reconstruction and couldn't get reconstruction and because of all the infections that had come up because of the radiation treatment. I know many of you are familiar with this. This is also not an uncommon experience to go through, sadly, very sad to say. And she just said to me, I'm just so tired of this. How much more can I take? And I thought at that time, like my internal thought was, oh, shit, I don't know, like literally how much can you take, right? I was a new coach. I'm thinking, this woman has been through absolute hell. Where do I go with this? Where do I take this? But over the years, as I've heard that question more and more, I realize that it is the wrong question for us to be asking. In all honesty, the only answer I have for that question, if someone were to say, how much more can I take, is as much as you have to. And that's just not a great answer. Who really wants to hear that as an answer? That's not helpful. But when it comes to what we have to deal with in life and what we put up with in life, we have two choices, right? We roll with what comes, we figure it out, we move on, or we don't figure it out and we turn to something else to numb us and we kind of check out of life. And that's not a good option either. And that's why I say that it is the wrong question to ask because there's no good answer to how much more can I take. I think the better question to ask is, what do I need in order to support myself through this? Whatever challenge comes up, whether it's a new diagnosis, whether it's in some other area of your life, 
I mean, I can remember when I got my stage four diagnosis and I (laughs) turned to, you know, start my medical treatment and just the insane number of hoops I had to jump through to get insurance companies to do what they were supposed to do and get approvals the way I was supposed to get and people screwing up on what I should get paid for leave I had to take and me ending up owing other people paying back employers because they didn't do things right. I mean, there was a point where you say, holy crap, stop, literally. How much more can I take here? But what is that solve? I think that the much better question is, what do I need now to support me? Because when we hear ourselves say, how much more can I take? What that is saying is, I'm kind of out of tools here. I feel like I don't have the capacity to manage and deal with everything that is happening to me right now. Everything that is happening in life, all of the circumstances I'm dealing with, It's more than I know how to deal with. And so oftentimes we say, just do the best you can and we do the best we can. But I think that a healthier approach is to ask that question, what do I need here? Because we make this huge mistake of thinking that we have to do all of this stuff alone. That when life is difficult, we've got to do it by ourselves. We have to do it alone. And then, of course, our brain goes off the deep end and just focuses on all the things that could be awful in the future. We start catastrophizing. We create situations in our mind that are even potentially worse than the actual circumstances we're dealing with. And we create a lot of stress for ourselves. But if we stop and we ask ourselves, what do I really need in this situation? Then we're approaching the challenges in our life with a much healthier solution-oriented way of thinking. And there are so many things we could need. For instance, I need someone that I can talk to about anything, someone I can be openly vulnerable with. I need more financial resources Are there resources out there that can support me as I go through this? I need to talk to someone else who's been through this to understand what they did to manage it and deal with it. When we start asking ourselves questions like that and we open ourselves to the possibilities of what exists to help us through challenging situations, now we've moved from asking a question that can only elicit sympathy or empathy, right? When you say, how much more can I take? What is someone going to say to you? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you're going through this. That's not really going to help you very much, right? And then maybe you go to the next person because really deeply what you want is support, is help, is something or someone who says, here, I know how to do this. I can support you right now. But when we just stop ourselves with how much more can I take, all you're going to get is I'm sorry, or I don't know, or I can't imagine. And that's really not helpful. But what do I need right now? Because I feel like I am at capacity. That puts things on a different trajectory. So 
I heard this and I want, I want to bring this up too, because I think it's an important thing to remember. I think I mentioned this podcast I was listening to on one of the recent episodes here of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach podcast. It's called The Hidden Brain and it's a series and it's wonderful. I'll put a link to it in the show notes for this episode as well. But something really stood out to me in one of those episodes where they were talking to a psychologist and she was relating a story of how she went through a very, very difficult time when she was doing her doctorate program and she was up one night burning the midnight oil and very, very stressed about many things that were happening in her life. And a colleague came in and saw her and could see the state she was in and said, and I don't know if this is verbatim, but he said something to the effect of, it's a cold, dark night on the side of Mount Everest. And she gave that some thought and she realized, not in the moment, but later realized what he meant was what you're doing is hard, right? If you're climbing Mount Everest, you better expect to have some cold, dark nights. If you're doing this life, you better expect to be faced with challenges because I don't know a single person who is not faced with challenges in this life. You think back to when you're a kid, I was with my 10-year-old granddaughter last week, and I just think of all the challenges that this beautiful, perfect little child has to face. She's going into fifth grade, and I'm remembering fifth grade, and I'm thinking, ah, you know, the judgment over her hair and her clothes and deciding whether she's going to be a good student and like school or hate school and who's she going to be friends with and who hangs out where challenges from the time we're a kid. And those challenges change as we grow up and we have more responsibilities in our life. But to go through life thinking it shouldn't be hard in and of itself is a problem because there's no truth to that. There's no reason to even think that. And again, that's why when it's hard and we say, I'm just so tired, how much more can I take? That's just pointless, right? It's a pointless thing to say to yourself. It puts you in the role of a victim and it puts you in a very powerless place in your life. And although there may be some things that we don't have control over in life, like disease diagnosis or like loss of a loved one, within what is happening, there are elements we have control over. And one of those is deciding what support we need and then taking the steps to reach out to get it. So as we explore this idea, this being in this place where you say, how much more can I take where there are a lot of challenging circumstances in life? There's three things to remember. And the first one is, this is the wrong question. And when you hear yourself say it, it truly means, I don't think that I have the capacity to deal with this. I need more. What else do I need? And the second thing is reminding yourself that in this human experience, challenges are part of the deal. You're not alone. You're not out there by yourself on the dodgeball court. This is important for two reasons. One, so you don't find yourself in that mindset of why me? Why is this just happening to me? But two, because those people are another resource for support. Reminding yourself, you know what? I'm not alone. People deal with this kind of a challenge. Let me find someone 
who's been through this can be so helpful for you. I remember very clearly, and I think I've shared it on this show before, in my first diagnosis in 2011, I was shocked. I was in disbelief. I was scared. And I had no idea what to do next, who to call, what was the next step, what this meant. And it was a sister of mine who had a friend of a friend who'd been through breast cancer. And that woman was gracious enough to call me. That changed everything for me. It was a game changer for me. That phone call is what led me to be here doing this podcast now. It truly did lead me down this path. So reaching out to people who deal with similar challenges helps in knowing that there's company here and there's wisdom oftentimes on the other side because it is going through life's challenges where we grow the most. And the third thing is to remember that we have this thing, we with human brains have this thing called an emotional baseline. And that means that in a situation where some circumstance comes up and you are emotionally aroused, devastated, anxious, depressed, it's very strong, very intense in that moment. Over time, that will regulate and the intensity of that emotion will die down and get to a more acceptable level. That's an important thing to remember because when we're saying, how much more can I take? you're typically feeling a tremendous amount of emotion and remembering that the intensity of that emotion in that moment is not going to remain as strong gives you a little bit of hope. Also aligning with this emotional baseline and regulating your emotions is that your mind has an incredible power to make that situation more intense or less intense. So remembering to pay attention to what the mind is focused on in the situation where here's a challenge, here's a challenge, here's a challenge. Is the mind focused on how bad the challenges are, on how much the challenge is bringing up in your life, on how difficult this feels in the moment? Or can you redirect your mind to be solution oriented, to notice where you're reaching out for sympathy and empathy? or for solutions and support and more tools to add to your tool chest or maybe even a bigger tool chest. If that sounds good to you, but you need more help with it, come to the breastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash life coaching. You can join the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching membership, or you can see ways there to work with me personally one-on-one. I would love, love, love to be able to help you through the how much more can I take phase of your life? All right, my friend, take care. I'll talk to you again next week. And until then, be good to yourself. You've tamed the voices in your head. You've put your courage to the test. Laid all your doubts to rest. Your mind is clearer than before. Your heart is full and wanting more. Your future's at the door. Give it all you got, no hesitating, you've been waiting all your life, this is your moment.